Welcome to a patient safety podcast from Crico. Crico is the group of companies providing medical professional liability malpractice coverage and patient safety services to the Harvard medical community. An eight-year-old girl with a history of forearm fractures and osteopenia was referred to an endocrinologist who made an interim diagnosis of idiopathic juvenile osteoporosis. The patient was referred to a gastroenterologist to rule out celiac disease as the underlying cause. An upper endoscopy performed by a different physician indicated all structures appeared normal, but five days later, the pathology report was positive for celiac disease. Over the next three years, the child was treated by our gastroenterologist, endocrinologist, and orthopedic surgeon for idiopathic juvenile osteoporosis. When she developed abdominal pain and constipation, a new endocrinologist conducted a celiac test, which again was positive. When the endocrinologist asked the gastroenterologist if a patient could become celiac positive three years after a negative test, the gastroenterologist went back and saw the positive results from three years prior in the patient's chart. Neither the first endocrinologist nor the referring gastroenterologist had ever reviewed them. When the parents were notified, they said they had been told that the initial test results were negative. With a gluten-free diet, the girl's condition gradually improved. The family sued the original endocrinologist and the gastroenterologist, alleging negligent delay in diagnosis of celiac disease, and the case was settled in the mid-range. To help us look at the patient safety and risk management aspects of this case, we are joined now by Dr. Therese Berry. Dr. Berry is a pediatrician and physician consultant for Crico, the group of malpractice insurance and patient safety companies owned by and serving the Harvard medical community. Dr. Berry, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Tom. Misdiagnosis is a leading cause of malpractice suits that we see, and they can be very expensive and reflect real suffering by patients and their families. In this case, we see a problem with test result management. That's also a common contributor to these diagnostic failures. When you start to review the case, what are your first concerns? My first concerns when I first started to review this case um, were that the patient had multiple providers. And whenever we see a patient with multiple providers, you have to worry about care coordination. So in this particular case, the young lady was being followed by her private pediatrician who sent her to an orthopedic surgeon who sent her to endocrinology um, and then eventually to the pediatric gastroenterologist who referred the patient to a pediatric GI proceduralist who actually performed the test. Again, communication needs to be paramount when you have a patient like this because um, you don't want the patient falling through the cracks, as it were. And that can easily happen in these cases with multiple providers, and this test result that goes out and comes maybe back to one person. That's exactly correct. The other reason you want to have care coordination is because you don't want uh, tests or procedures duplicated, and that you want um, to make sure that test results are shared with all providers. So again, um, one provider doesn't know that the other provider had already ordered a test. So this happens more than we'd like to see, but um, what are the best ways to kind of prevent that kind of thing? In the ideal world, um, the best case scenario would be that in a test result such as this one would be shared with all the providers. So um, this child had a procedure, an upper endoscopy, a biopsy, and that biopsy result ideally should have been shared with the list of of providers that I referenced earlier. Minimally, the ordering provider should have a copy of the test results. 
and again, ideally, a positive, a significant positive test result, like in this case, a phone call would be appropriate to make sure that the ordering provider actually knew the test results. Other ways that we can minimize a test result being missed uh, would be to have the patient schedule a follow-up appointment even before they leave the office, even before they've had the procedure, so that, at, that we know that they're going to come back and discuss the test results, be they positive or negative, at some future time. Then the provider themselves don't have to rely on their memory or waiting for a test result to come back, that the patient themselves or the parents will come back um, to, the, to the provider to get those test results. Uh, a third way that I think is, is really coming into vogue and can be quite useful are advances in patients being, being able to access their medical records, their test results, depending on this, the care system that they're in. Um, things like open notes um, or patient portals where test results are posted for the patients to see can be very useful. Even if they don't understand what they're seeing, that's a trigger for them to call back to their provider and say, can you explain this test result to me? So once the test result was initially sort of mishandled, the error seems to continue and it affects care down the line for years in this case, and the malpractice suit eventually names two subsequent providers. How does that happen and how do the subsequent providers try to intercept? Well, again, someone needs to be responsible for the patient. That goes back to care coordination. But it is, it's really as simple as that, that, that one provider needs to be sure that everything is, is coming back. Uh, all the tests that were ordered have been not only done, because sometimes we'll order a test on a patient, they don't get it done, or that they've been reviewed. Again, either positive or negative. While we understand that demands and practices are, are, are excessive, um, physicians are busy, that it's, it's really important to be proactive and to try and, and make some kind of, of system in your practice that addresses test result management. In a case like this, unfortunately, this young lady was seen by multiple providers through the years. It's, it's not that she didn't have any follow-up. The parents were actually quite diligent in bringing her back for all of her follow-up appointments. Um, no one ever went back and looked back at any of the test results from the other provider. That was the basis of the claim against the providers and, and then the subsequent settlement. Because the law isn't going to just hold that initial provider accountable who didn't act on that test result. The law is going to hold the subsequent providers accountable in some way. Well, the, the, in, in this particular case, they were, they were the, the providers that specifically asked for and talked about having the test. So the endocrinologist who, who referred the child to the gastroenterologist, the gastroenterologist who scheduled the actual procedure, that neither one of those providers ever followed up on the test results. So do, do all of these various physicians automatically know who's doing what? No, again, um, that's really important too. And, and the other Im important piece would be how much you're communicating with the providers who are referring patients to you, in this case, out in the community. So it's, it's incumbent upon them to, again, 
go back and say, didn't you tell me that Dr. So-and-so ordered this test for you? Whatever happened to that? Um, and, and if you don't know, let me find out because that's an important piece of information that we need to have. Well, thank you. Dr. Therese Berry is a pediatrician and physician consultant for CRICO, the group of malpractice insurance and patient safety companies owned by and serving the Harvard medical community. I'm Tom Ajello. This has been a patient safety podcast from CRICO. CRICO is the group of companies providing medical professional liability malpractice coverage and patient safety services to the Harvard medical community. More information about CRICO and efforts in the Harvard system to create the safest health care in the world is available on our website, www.rmf.harvard.edu.